made you want to watch this movie? Uh, it, yeah, there. So like in the horror movie forums and on Facebook and Reddit, every person on the planet is talking about this movie right now. I was about to say it's blown up when I was like trying to read some, yeah, you know, facts and stuff about it. It's pretty blown up, and I was like, "Geez," and like ranking yeah. it for the movies, like horror movies of twenty twenty three already. And I'm like, "Yeah, a lot of people are saying this is the best one," uh, and it's the same director that did Terrified. And so, funny story about Terrified. It comes up on Shutter all the time, like in my recommendations or whatever. And it has the worst fucking poster. It looks like a cartoon, like a shitty $5 horror movie. And I'm like, I'm never going to watch this movie ever. And then everyone's like, Terrified's better than this movie. And I'm like, what? So I go and I watch the trailer. I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. And uh, I guess I was just missing out. Do better on your posters, guys. Like, I'm just saying. Like, that's so. I'm gonna have to check that one out too. But I, I think it's from 2017, and I guess it was a, a another one of those surprise movies that kind of came out of nowhere and had some shocking scenes. Yeah. And everyone was like, "What? That's not what I was expecting." So, kind of like this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I hadn't I know I knew nothing about it. I didn't read any uh plot plots or watch any trailers and I just went completely blind, which is hundred percent the best way to watch this movie. My opinion. So well, we kinda already started. Um I know. <laughs> I'll just toss in there. What's up everybody? Welcome to the What the Fuck Did I Just Watch Horror Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode where we will be breaking down the Argentinian film When Evil Lurks, streaming on Shudder right now. Uh, my name is Justin. I'll be your host for this evening, and I'm joined by a very, uh, let's say, rotten, very rotten, man, what a good word. What a good word. A very rotten looking crew of one. Uh, Miss Cheney, what's up, dude? The horror gore herself. What's up? What's up? Ooh, I'm ready to talk about this. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty rotten too. Um, that's it for introductions. It's just you and me. So, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this movie came uh, the fuck out of nowhere, and it dropped on Shutter I think last week or the week before, and nonstop on social media blowing up, just nonstop. Every every other post I saw was about this movie, and usually when that happens, it's fucking terrible. It's like. I don't know if I just don't like what everyone else likes or like what Cuban I don't know Hibachi, what it is. Like it was big on yes. Facebook. Yeah. That's exactly right, man. Everyone's like, you gotta watch Human Hibachi. I'm like, no one no one on the face of the planet should ever watch that movie. So yeah. Um not this one though. Uh this was actually um well let, let's just start with the facts. 
It was made in 2023. Uh, same director that made Terrified. Uh, kind of of the similar nature, I guess. I haven't seen it yet. So um, I'm actually looking very much looking forward to watching that movie now. Uh, even though I was a stupid poster. I totally froze and that's cool. So um, synopsis. Synopsis, thank you. The movie is basically religion is dead and there is a affliction or a sickness out there that causes people to become basically possessed and hurt themselves and hurt the people they love. Basically it's like a possession type movie, but like every it's like spreading and it's every, you know, it's widespread. It's worldwide, a piece of property. Um, and they go on an adventure to save their children and their mom from this affliction. And, uh, and a bunch of craziness happens and that's pretty much the movie. Um, and I'm very excited to talk about it. So let's jump into some Hori Gory fun facts. Hey, Chaney. Hey, Justin. What kind of fun facts you got for us this week? Um, so I, had to watch a lot of interviews with the director um which it was kind of hard to understand him because he is from argentina and he doesn't really speak english that well but i i found some that were kind of in text of what he said so that was helpful but this movie it was based off of um i guess in his country they were spraying pesticides on certain crops and the workers were getting cancer and the government there was just like we don't care keep working like no one was doing anything yeah and mind so, blown yeah so this he kind of like compared the possession to like the bureaucracy and like the government's not gonna help you and he always had this idea he's like exorcisms are always in like big towns or big cities and there's always someone to help so I wanted to do it where there was no help. Like, what happens to poor people? What happens in small towns? So that's why he did it this way, which I thought Bro, was cool. It totally ties into, like, they have to send the cleaners in. Or is that what they call them, the cleaners? Yeah, well, that's why. I, so the police are, like, aware. Yeah, but... Usually the... in other exorcism movies... The cops are like, no way. Yeah. But everyone's fully aware that this does exist, but they're just like, the church is dead. We have to follow protocol and we just, you know. Yeah. We're going to call the cleaners, the professionals. And you're like, oh, that totally makes sense. If that was his, uh, if that was his inspiration to you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the cops would be like, man, not my problem. Like bring in the CDC or what, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's cool. Love that one. Um, he also doesn't like write his script fully when he writes it scene by scene, which I actually could kind of tell once I heard that. Um, because <laughs> so, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, he he got a little cocky there and called himself God. That he can kill whoever he wants to kill and make live whoever he wants to make live. Um, so I was like, mm, 
I don't know. He kind of went down a couple of points when he said that to me. <laughs> I was like, all right. But he said that one of the producers just like trusted him. And um, he, I guess, wrote out a scene and they were like, do it, go do it. But everything was written scene by scene. He didn't know how it was going to end. And he even, he even admitted it was a bad ending and said that um, he likes bad endings. So that's why it was bad. That's that's strange because I actually really uh, connected with the ending because I was like, how the fuck are they going to end this? Like he's going to have there's the reason why I like the ending is because uh, it showed that there was no hope. Like basically he was like he just falls to his knees and screams and starts crying. And at that point, you're like, yeah, I mean, you can't you're done. You, there's yeah, nothing there's, else you can do. Yeah. You already yeah. fucked away all your chances, bro. Like, yeah. You might as well just give in. Yeah, do it, yeah. Do it. Do it. You just give in. Yeah. Yep. Um. Also, um. Spoiler alert: There are some scenes that I probably I don't think I've ever seen in a horror film in my life, and it was violence towards children. Uh. <laughs> And shocking. I was shocked. I was like, holy shit. So Argentina had rules on it, though. So um, he said it was hell because they couldn't have fake blood on the kids at any point in time. Okay. And the parents had to be there on set. But like, okay. but he said that it being hell wasn't like the parents or the kids at all. It was like the rules of the country. Uh, because he was like, the parents were so stoked to have their kids in a movie. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, run her over. Like, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) Um, So, uh, and then the boy, Uriel's brother, like, you know how he always had the gun? There were certain scenes when he was emotional, he couldn't hold the gun. For some reason. I don't know why. That was one of the rules, like Argentina's rules. Wow. Like he you couldn't he couldn't be a certain age at a certain emotional level and be holding how, a gun. How do you judge that? I don't know. Right? How do you even I, hold I, that up in court? I, that's I what don't... he said. I... All right. Oh, but they had a lot of restrictions, so I mean, if anyone has, you know, issues with the fake prop, I guess. I mean, that was <laughs> they were by law, they had to, I guess. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Disclaimer, big disclaimer. Not only is there children violence and it's not, it's not like it's, it's hereditary level shock value, maybe even worse. Um, and there's also, uh, an animal violence, uh, an animal passes away in this, um, and it shows it. So if you're if you're sensitive to that stuff, uh, I would probably skip this one. Um, I know there's sites out there that you know that people check for that type of stuff. So this would definitely be on that list of uh, don't watch if you're sensitive to that. But if you're not, holy shit, bro! Uh, yeah, I'm this is child violence it. done in the right way. Yeah, like, I'm glad badass. you said hereditary because yeah, this is this is the first movie since then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
Yep, and this one's way younger. Way younger. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I have for <laughs> Hori Gory fun facts. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. I had everything on my... had all my notes on here. Oh, shit, and she, she dies twice, though, right? The... Yeah, it's the same, same little girl. She dies twice. Well, so... She died from... Spoiler alert. The dog. Then... The then the car crashed. Do- the dog demon took her. And then she came back as the demon. And she got, yeah, and then she got hit by the car. And got hit by the car. Dancing around. Yeah. 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 That shit was dope, man. God dang. What's, well, uh, <gasps> was that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Because I want to talk about this fucking scene, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, uh, I, let's talk about the first thing that shocked me. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Uriel shocked me. Hell yeah, dude. So this is the first, like, kind of, that's possession, like, the first of its kind I've ever seen. Ever. Like, it's way different. It's not like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Dude, like, this dude, he's fucking swollen. He's like huge. He's huge. By like 200 pounds of water. Like he, he looks like someone injected him with 200 pounds of water. It's like when you go septic. Like yeah. when someone goes septic with their, their liver and they swell up like that. Mm-hmm. It was like that times 10. Yeah. He had fucking boils and shit coming out of his neck. Yeah. Put, like pus and there was like dripping pus out of it. Oh, man. She oh, was it was terrible. so gross. It was so gross. Oh, so I was shocked by that. And I liked how subtle um like I guess the demon was cuz you know normally in possession movies they're like oh, your mother rats and kill your mom. And he was yep. just like I'm going to rot here and fucking your baby inside your wife if you kill me. Whatever he yeah. said, but you know. Try me, bro. Yeah. Try me. I'll just kill your wife. It's all good. Yeah. He was like, that's yeah. fine. I'll sit here and rot. But that was the <laughs> yeah. point. That was just the point of him was just to sit there and rot and spread. Right. So. Yeah, he was kind of the source. He was the source of all the, the evil in that area because he was rotten. Yeah. And that's where the evil was coming because he was basically birthing a demon baby, a demon child. Uh the devil? I don't know. Antichrist? Antichrist, yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Right. And it was, you know, it had to go through stages of evil, like different stages. And, you know, he needs all the evil around him to, to keep building and, and infecting everything around him to, to help birth the demon Antichrist. Which you don't really know any of that till towards the end of the movie, and then it all starts coming together. But, uh, dude, when they move him, that's sh- <laughs> so they have they have to move this dude from the they bed. They don't have to. They decide to. Okay. Yeah, terrible decision. By the way, terrible decision. But when they move this dude, I w- dude, I was on the edge of my seat, fucking tense. It was tense because it was like. What if you touch him? What if the juices get on you? Like, how does this spread? Because you, at this point, you don't know any of the rules. And 
also, I think the setting of the first, you know, 40 minutes of the movie, 30 minutes, like they're out in the middle of nowhere, like deserty land uh, with pastures and all this stuff. And it just feels different. It, the movie feels different. Also, I really like how they have to keep him like the family members, the brother and the mom are keeping him alive. And and the demons be, just cool with them. Like, yeah, the demon's just like, yeah, we're cool. Because that's what the demon needs, right? The demon needs them to keep him alive. And they're doing it out of love. But they also, they knew the rules. Like, she's like, we can't kill him because he'll spread the evil. Right. We and can't. that's what I liked about this, too. Because in all the other movies, I'm like, just fucking, just fucking shoot him. Fucking kill him. And I'm like, wait. Can't you do can't. that in this movie. I know. You can't even turn your lights on, man. Yeah. You can't even use your little stuffed teddy bear with the nightlight in it, bastard. Um. Yeah. That shit. That it started off super. I mean, it's kind of slow. It takes a. It takes its time to build up to this point, and I'm okay with that. I really enjoyed the main characters, like the two brothers. I, they reminded me kind of a Mario and Luigi a little, a little bit, but. Uh, I thought they did a great job, man. The older brother has like a, a rawness to him. He's, he's an emotional dude and you can't tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy the whole time. And you're trying to like, but I, in my opinion, by the end, I'm like convinced he's, you know, he's doing everything out of love and, uh, and protection of his family. So, you know, I think he turns out to be a good guy, but the whole time he's like riding that edge. You're like, he could go either way, man. This, you know, I hope he gets possessed and he never does. So, yeah. And I, I actually thought they were going to have to kill each other. One of them was going to have to kill the other. That was my, my plot guess, but that never happened either. So, yeah. So anyways, they dragged this dude, they dragged this demon, fat ass bloated puss ball off like two hours away from their property by a town and dump him. They try to dump him off the side of the road, but when they open the tailgate of the truck, he's gone. Um, I don't know if he like melted out or what. I don't know how he, I think he likes, I don't know. Yeah. He like, cause there's like goo everywhere. So yeah. it looks like he like melted himself or something. And they were just like, Oh, well, that's yeah, fuck not it, bothering dude. me. Yeah. Like, not my problem. Yep. What? We're out. <laughs> I was like, Fuck really? It. So, it, unbeknownst to anyone else, he's like possessing this whole fucking town, right? And they go off to go live their lives. Well, can't really do that because he's all, already unleashed the evil um, with a goat. Uh, the owner of the property owns a bunch of goats. And they realize one of the goats is possessed, which I don't know how they realized it. Did you catch, like, all she did, did his was, eyes change? All she did was holler his name, and she uh, said the goat. Yeah. And all the other goats ran off, and that goat was just like, let's fucking go, and, like, walked straight into his gun. Like, if you Dude, kill that shit me, was tight. That, he, like, it's the equivalent of a person grabbing the gun and putting it to their forehead and, like, shoot me. Shoot yeah. me. Yeah. The goat did that. Like, he just went up and was like, shoot me. 
So, bitch. like, whenever you, for people that aren't understanding, like, whenever you use a firearm to kill this evil, it spreads even more. And it goes directly to you. Uh, and anyone you and anyone you're around too. Yeah, so that's why it was like, yeah, go ahead, just shoot me. And... So this shit was tense as hell too, right? Because he's yeah. like, I'm gonna shoot this goat, and the wife's behind him, like, don't shoot the goat, don't shoot the goat, he'll possess you. And she's holding a fucking axe, and that goat, like, he turns around to look at his wife. He turns back around. That goat was like, Murr. like this weird ass goat noise and it scares him and he shoots it right in the head and the goat's head explodes dude turns around instantly his wife chops him in the face with an axe instantly i mean it's like half a second yeah i thought it was gonna be over with then i thought she was killing him because he was gonna be possessed and then bro nah then she turns the axe to her own face in one of the coolest fucking scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And fucking hacks her own face with an axe. Like, slowly, too. It wasn't even, like, fast. It was just like... Pfft, pfft. Oh, God, it was so good. So good, man. Uh, and then she falls down and dies, right? And she's pregnant with the dude's kid, so... Um, he lost his wife and his baby, so... So, there's one kid dead. We're into a kid yep. count. One kid. Da- I didn't even think about that in the kid count. You know, that's a that's a good point. That shit was dope, man. Okay, so so far, we have the the sick dude, uh, the rotten guy, who looked badass, like great makeup, fantastic makeup actually. We have this axe scene, and the goat with the with the rifle. That whole scene was excellent. So, like, up to this point, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm already impressed. I'm already happy. And I'm already surprised. I'm like, all right. Cool. Finally, a movie that's, like, different. It's it's totally left field. And I'm totally here for it. So, I'm super happy at this point. So, the two brothers, they find out, you know, the dude died and his wife died. And they're like, fuck this shit. We got to get out of here. We need to, I'm going to go pick up my kids from town. We're going to pick up mom. And we're, we're just going to drive until we figure out what to do. And he goes to pick up. So the older brother goes to pick up his kids um, who are living with his ex-wife. I guess at some point something had happened where he maybe he left the gas on something like that. Like the natural gas. Anyway, it was a plot from his ex-wife to get custody of his kids. Um, and they framed him for like trying to kill his kids. So, but you don't know he got framed at this point. So again, you're thinking he's a bad dude and he's just trying to take his kids. And his wife thinks he's fucking insane. So he shows up and he's like, I'm taking the fucking kids. And they're like, "The f-. she's like, the fuck you are, naked. man. These are my kids. Yeah, that's the other thing. He strips down because he he's got he's got that shit all over him, and he's trying to just cl- cleanse himself of all that crap. And he's like, "I'm taking my kids." She's like, "The fuck you are!" And they get in this huge fight. And as, <laughs> hmm, as the dog, they're fighting, the dog sniffs his clothes. 
The dog starts sniffing his fucking clothes before he can burn them. The the little girl is sitting in the dining room watching mommy and stepdaddy fight right next to this fucking dog. And the dog is gigantic. The dog is like a bull mastiff, I think. I don't know what kind of dog it is, but it is gigantic. It just literally turns its head and by. Bites it, the fuck. It was random. I was like, what's going to happen? And she's just like dancing around him. Then the little boy sits, sits on the stairs. And then she's like, nah, nah, nah. and then it's just like, Bleh. and I was like, <gasps> as if that's not shocking enough. You know how a dog, when you play with a chew toy with a dog, you know, and he's like wringing his neck back and forth trying they to get the. Yes. He's doing this with the little girl in his mouth the whole fucking time. And they're showing all of it. It is the gnarliest shit I've ever seen, man. I was just like, all I could think of was that poor boy is traumatized. Sitting there, watch the whole thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I was like laughing and terrified at the same time because I was like, I don't don't know how to feel. I was sitting there with my mouth open like, holy shit, they just (laughs) did that in a movie because I've never seen that ever, ever. Oh my god. The worst shit is was hereditary wild. engaged from Pet Cemetery. Well, and yeah. Serbian film, but we're not gonna talk about that. Nah, that uh, doesn't count. That doesn't count. But this is I was it's like up there. Whoa. It's up there. It's up there. See, like here's the thing. And I like this better because like it was shocking, but I also got a like a <laughs> That just happened type of reaction to it. Whereas in hereditary, I'm in the theater and it wasn't when she got her head popped off. It was when the kid stops the car and he can't look in the rearview mirror and it shows his face for like two minutes, not looking in the rearview mirror. And he's like, don't look. He's not saying it, but you know, that's what he's thinking. If I look back there, I have to acknowledge the fact that that just happened. That's what freaked me out. And that shit was terrifying. It made me feel like disgusting. I It's hard to explain. It was the only time I've ever wanted to get up and leave a theater. I didn't get that feeling from this. It was just like, holy shit. Hell yeah. And yeah. I got like pumped up for it. Like it had like the opposite reaction. Well, I didn't know that it was uh, his, wasn't even his daughter. I'm like this guy doesn't even give a fuck about his daughter right now. And then I know. I, and then I, he was like, the other guy, he was like, my daughter, my daughter. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's why. Because he's like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. He's like, I don't well, care about that other... girl that's dead. Yeah, that's the other thing. The fucking dog, like, with the daughter in his mouth, fucking runs out the door and just takes off. And you're like, what? What? Did that, like, literally any of that just happen for real? Like, that shit was incredible. So the dad goes chasing the the real the da- daughter's dad. So the main brother has two boys with this woman, and then she got remarried and had a daughter. The daughter's the one that's with the the dog, whatever. The dog takes off running. the The real dad uh, chases after the dog, like, "Well, my daughter," <sighs> and he's like, "You know." The dad of the two boys is like, fuck this. I'm getting my boys out of here. 
Because like, you guys deal with that shit. I don't really care about you anymore. So they get in the car and they're going to take off. And fucking dad comes back possessed. No, he bring he brings the daughter back, right? No. Somehow so the- he he met up with the dad and they found he saw that he shot the dog. The demon. Oh, dog. shot the dog. And then That's he what was, it was like, all right, it's over with because you fucking used a firearm. Because, That's what it was. I mean, we kind of know it's one of the rules now. And so um, the daughter came back just fine after you saw her mutilated by the dog. And um, she's just fine. And she tells the mom, you're going to get crushed by a car by daddy. So, yeah, they get in the oh, car. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. So they finally, uh, his son is autistic. And uh, also, severe, severe yeah, autistic. Severe autistic. Yeah. And, uh, so he gets him and his other son that saw the attack in the car. And the autistic son sees his mom get fucking smashed. (laughs) Holding the daughter. Holding the... You know, I feel most sorry for the autistic kid. I, dude. Yeah, but he was possessed too, so. I know, but before, (laughs) like... He was forced to freaking see his mom die. He, he also shit his pants and had to sit in his own shit for a long time. So Yep. He shit his yep. pants. And then he was forced to freaking uh like <laughs> be possessed. And then he was forced to we'll talk about it later. <laughs> like I would just be like, shoot me right now. Please. Man, man. That, that's yeah. the most sympathy who I have. I have the most sympathy for him right now because I'm just like, he is forced to do all those things. He didn't have a choice in any of it. Yep. That's not fair. Uh, anywho, so yeah, the mom got crushed. and Dude, uh, the dad pulls in with his truck and just fucking plows through the mom and the daughter and smashes them into the, the house. Like he plows through it. Shit, I was like, "What? What did that just happen?" So now I'm like shocked five times already. It hadn't even been an hour, and I'm like, "Holy shit, dude! This is way better than I thought it was gonna be." <laughs> oh my god! Especially because we had no idea what it was, what it was even about. Like I had no idea. So. Yeah, thanks Facebook. Thank you Facebook for uh, making us watch this movie for sure. Um, they pick up the mom character, uh, him and his brother. They pick up the mom. The mom, I really connected with her because she reminded me a lot of my mom. She had like this a very similar personality style, and uh, she was just like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, the shit." Yes, it's happening, but like I've never actually seen it, so I can't. Is it was almost like a play on COVID. It was like it's there, but I don't really believe in it. So what the fuck are you guys talking about? And they're like, whatever, mom. Like just shut up. You'll understand. But she does give a really cool monologue about the rules, the seven rules of whatever the sickness, uh, whatever they're calling it, and. That's where we learn you can't use electricity or electric lights. It's where you learn technically 
that you can't shoot them firearms gunpowder uh you can't call them out by name so you can't say like lucifer beelzebub which she clearly does in the car because she's doesn't believe in it i can't even remember the rest of the fucking rules because they don't really matter that much uh compared to these ones but uh if you basically if you kill it especially with a firearm uh you're gonna get possessed period um but somehow the old the younger brother knows somebody that can help him out and they go so they go on a road trip to this lady's house who i'm still struggling to piece together what she was or who uh, she either was. a teacher or a professor to the younger brother that he had like had an affair with. Yeah, yeah, I knew they had like a weird tension or like a weird like they gotten together, they fall, fell in love back yeah. in the day. But like, how does she become an expert in the demonology? Like, well, she was explaining it to the older brother. Um, she said that her and her husband did it, but like as like kind of like a scheme and then it ended up turning out turning out to be real okay that's where i got lost her her husband were like fraud like they did it for fraud or something like that yep but then it ended up being real gotcha yeah did they are they the ones that unleashed it yeah and that's why she thinks or that's why he thought it was all her fault okay and that okay. she was like, oh, it's, you know, the de- maybe the demon's talking to you through, talking to me through you or something like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. You, she did say that she was a little, uh, like she was impervious, not impervious, but she was immune to them controlling her thoughts. So even, even when the demon came into her, she didn't allow the demon to control her thoughts. And it looks like maybe one of the brothers was the same way, uh, but they don't actually say that. They're just like, me and you are like this. So she like ma- mentions it, but like it never comes to fruition. Um, to me, this is kind of where it starts to tail off a little bit. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of this lady's character because I, I felt like she, this is where I could tell the scenes now that you mentioned that they were written scene by scene, this is where I can tell that because they start like going in different directions and uh, it, the story kind of falls apart to me until the ending. Um, yeah. They should have just went to like a cleaner's house or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have totally believed a cleaner and that cleaner could have gave us just as much exposition as this lady did. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's, that's why this lady exists is to give us exposition and tell us the story uh, and the backstory of what happened. Um, but basically she's the one that released this stuff and she's the one that knows how to kill the infected guy. So the older brother and her go on a mission to find well, first. Well, first. No, do yeah. I this is where I got lost, so I need some help here. First, the mom comes back. 
and takes the younger boy. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. And then the autistic boy gets possessed. Yes. But which the coolest thing I've ever seen and have always been curious about is like someone with like a you know disability like how does that work with possession and like they did it and they were like you know the demon's trying to figure out his mind so that's why i freaking love that dude wasn't that cool i was like that was cool as shit man i was like finally someone did that because i've always been curious as to like how would that work yeah, that was dope. That was dope as hell. Because, like, he was possessed, but you can't tell. Yeah. And because he just continues to make sounds. And you can tell the demon's, like, trying to control him, but he can't because he doesn't know how to navigate his brain yet. The, the disability, yeah. She was, that was crazy, man. Yeah. But when the mom comes back and takes the little boy, she walks off the balcony Killing the little boy. So now we got three kids. Well, I don't think he died that way. Okay. I think she just jumped off the balcony. Okay. And then took off. Well, she's, they find her later. The younger brother finds her later. She was just eating his brain. Dude. (laughs) Another cool scene. She's walking down the fucking street. Holding her son. Eating brains. His head's open and she's just pulling brains out and eating it while she's walking down the street holding her son like a like a plate of food from Taco Bell or something. She, she was wild. I was like, I was kind of sad because I was like, I thought he was going to be alive. <laughs> no, oh, no. He was He's dead. very much dead. He very dead. much dead. I was like. And she was very hungry, uh, apparently. So. Yeah, so that I was, was wild. about that. I was kind of yeah. glad his dad didn't see that, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that was the other thing. The brother smashes them up against a, a tree. Um, but the brother doesn't get possessed. So no, because he didn't use a firearm. Didn't use a firearm. That's right. No. I thought for sure he was going to get possessed, though. And I was like, well, now the older brother is going to have a moral dilemma. But that that never happened, so... Um, it happened at the very end of the movie though. And we'll get to that, but, and I love the way it ambiguously just ends, but, uh, yeah. So then they, so the older brother and this woman go on a mission, um, and they're trying to find this in the infected dude from the beginning of the movie that they were going to dump. Uh, it leads them to the schoolhouse. With a bunch of kids that are like semi-possessed. That are like protecting and hiding this thing. And there's a bunch of like manipulation and back and forth. And anyways, they finally find, they finally find him. And this lady is the only person that can, or the only person that knows how to get rid of it and kill it. And she's got this special like steampunk tool. Which I hated that part, but um, it looked like a something from a '90s movie or something. I don't know, like dark castle film. 
But anyways, she's got this special tool. She's the only one that can use it and kill this thing. And uh, the older brother fucks it up and uh, gets manipulated. And he's trying to save his kids, really is what it comes down to. He's trying to save his family. And uh, he gets manipulated by these children and ends up not, they end up not killing this thing. She died, the, the lady dies and the f- fucking possessed dude shits out a demon baby, a demon ki- teenager. It's not a baby. It's a fucking naked teenager. Uh, I did so there's like this, this there's this like bloody naked teenager running on the camera and he just runs off into the sunset. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I don't, I don't know that what? Part, but I laughed at the part where he was like, Pedro. <laughs> weird, man. It's just so weird. It's weird how it took that turn too. It was like, it was like gritty and dark and like weird. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're in a fucking corny ass fucking 90s movie now. It has to be the scene by scene thing. He, I, dude, I'm telling you. It has to be. While this is I'm happening, the, aut- the autistic boy, the demon finally figured out his mind and he just like walks in. He's like, Grandma, will you make me like some food? I'm hungry. Yeah, he's like completely normal now. He's just chilling. Yeah. He's like, I'm hungry. And I'm cold, so make me some food, bitch. And Grandma's like, what the fuck? I'm in trouble. And then, of course, they come back and find Grandma dead. Well, I didn't see Grandma dead. It doesn't show her dead, but he walks in. Yeah, he walks in and, and walks back out. Very upset. Very upset. Uh, but it would, and that's the ending, right? He walks well, in. He finds Uriel's brother sleeping like on the property. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And he's like this there he said, What happened to your mom? He said the same thing that happened to yours. And then uh his autistic son, he was eating ice cream, starts choking. And this freaking grossed me out. This is awesome. He starts pulling out Globs of hair. Fucking Hang awesome. On, I throw up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I had to do this when I was watching <laughs> it. Stop. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I had to take off my headphones. <laughs> oh my god. So I was I was covering with my hand. And I was like, I know it's going to be that damn necklace she was playing with the whole movie. Oh, and shit. There it comes. The damn necklace. And I was like, I, they fucking dude, I didn't even hate her. I didn't even correlate that. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, good catch, man. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So I want to know who ate the, the boy, Uriel's brother, ate his own mom. I mean, that's what it sounds like. How did he get unpossessed? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, unless he's still I possessed. Guess, um, no, unless 
he stopped being possessed when um oh the devil the, child yeah because the autistic boy stopped being possessed too yeah exactly oh shit yeah i think you're exactly right i think you're exactly right <gasps> So yeah, Ooh. the autistic boy had to eat his fucking grandma. Now he's just sitting there traumatized. <laughs> like I saw my mom die, I shit my pants, and I ate my grandma. I had a <laughs> shitty day. I'm Ooh. hungry, grandma. I'm hungry. Oh, that makes it even better. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm hungry, grandma, and then he fucking eats her. Holy shit! Make me some food, or just Lay take there. your clothes off so I can eat you. <laughs> Hang on. Mm. The hair got me because I was thinking about pubes. <laughs> oh, Just... God. Ass hairs. <laughs> Stop. I hope she shaved before he ate her. She had... Well, she obviously. Stop. She had long. <laughs> she had long hair. Just stop. She had long hair. Those were her pubes. I don't... Stop. <laughs> You know it. God, I can't breathe. Oh. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh, shoot. My cheeks hurt. Oh. Yeah. That's the, that's the movie. Okay, I'd like to stop gagging now. That's the movie. <laughs> oh, man. Made me cry. Oh. Made me so sad. Uh, No. No. Definitely not. Oh, Lord. Oh, and then he falls down on his knees and he's just like, fuck it. Yeah, he just, he breaks down and loses his shit. And uh, he had to like give in to the notion that like he's just fucked. Everything's fucked and there's no way out of it. So that whole, the whole movie ends with him losing hope. And that to me, that was like, it was heartbreaking and uh, powerful. And I know it was was a simple ending and like it wasn't exciting or anything, but like to me, it was perfect. It was like exactly how I would want it to end. So yeah, that's, uh, that's when evil lurks, man. What a fucking ride that was. What a fucking surprise. It was the only thing I didn't like was them at that lady's house. I wish it would have been something else. Or them going to like the old church or something, like trying to get the church to yeah. come back. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like I really like how they make it a point to say the church is dead. Religion is gone and God is dead. Yeah. Like religion is no longer even a fucking thing anymore. I really like that because it's a whole different angle for exorcism mm-hmm. movies. I mean not exorcism, but possession movies. Right, I've never ever seen that in a movie. Usually, church is heavily involved, and there's a battle between good and evil. There's no good in this movie. There's no like good force in this movie. It's just like everything's fucking evil, and it's just bad versus bad. And which one is badder? I really like that concept a lot. So, yeah, good job on that. Um, I also really like. Uh, the fact that these dudes are just raw as shit. They're, they don't make jokes. There's like no comedic like insertion of quippy one-liners or any. I mean, this dude, they're just like super raw. 
they're super emotional and believable. Like they react exactly how you think they should. They're trying to help the whole time, but they're obviously not the brightest dudes and they kind of fuck everything up every time they try to help. Um, but they're doing it out of love. And I really, I don't know. I just like that concept. I really like that. Um, but you're right. It's not so much them going to this lady's house. It's this this lady trying to help them when they go to the school. Like that's like a 30 minute scene that felt like it was out of like Dracula 2000 or something. Yeah. But it just didn't fit in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Even the look of it was different. Like it, it lost its grittiness in those scenes. It's hard to explain. It like, it felt more polished. I don't know. It just didn't fit. None of it fit. The naked kid coming out of the yeah that didn't the fit fuck? either. I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, at least it didn't show any like front frontal, you know. And they try to shadow over the butt cheeks, but it was like, dude, that's a fucking teenager, man. I'm don't show a naked teenager on my freaking TV screen, bastards. Uh, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I've I had a great time with this. Uh if I had to rate this, I'm I'm docking it a little bit because I want to give this fives. I really do. Like fives across the board. I want to give this fives. But that stupid lady I'm I'm taking a whole point off for that. Cuz like there's a 30 minute section of this movie I don't enjoy. And so for that I'm giving this a 4 great movie i still recommend it i still think it's a fantastic fun ass great horror movie but it can't be the best horror movie of the year when it's not a hundred percent solid yeah i give it a four i'm gonna give it a four as well yeah yeah when when i got done watching it i was explaining it to beth because i was like holy shit this is actually really really good she's like well what do you think cheney's gonna rate this and i was like I don't know. It could go either way. Cause like there's some like child violence in this and there's like some animal violence in this, but it's done in a way that actually, I wouldn't say it's tasteful, but it actually makes sense in the story. Right. Yeah. And it's shocking, but in a way it's like, Oh, yo, okay. We're doing that right. type of way. It wasn't like uh Serbian film type shit. So right, yeah. Just to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I actually yeah. I liked it. That's that's I awesome, was, man. I was kind of surprised that I did too. That makes me happy. So yeah. That makes me super happy. Good film. This is this is that shit. This is that shit that keeps horror alive. It really is. It's the shocking stuff that pushes the boundaries. The artsy stuff. Um, and I really, you know, what's funny. I know you said Skeeter doesn't like the the subtitles, but I think it gave this movie a bit of a, an edge, like a edginess to it. it in Spanish. I don't think it's yeah. been good in English. Felt way more authentic. Yeah. I don't think this would make a good American film. Nope. Nope. Well, awesome, man. I think that, uh. I think that about wraps it for this one. Um, 
I swear to God, if you put my gagging on TikTok. What else am I going to put on there? <laughs> 100% that's going on TikTok. Wow. What you, ta- what you talking about? At least you're not coughing this time. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't, you always get the worst things I'm doing. Always. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get that right there. Let's start right there. Uh, you choking on a soda? Record. Yeah. Yeah. Choking on a soda. (laughs) Coughing. Might be getting a little booger action. Gagging. I see how it is. You know, if you didn't do that stuff, I wouldn't record it and put it on TikTok. That was (laughs) fucked up, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. Hey, I was thinking next week we do... uh, So the, the team that did... The fear footage. Have you ever seen those? The fear footage? Yeah. It's like, um, it's found footage, but it's filmed from a cop's body cam. And there's three of them and they're really good. Uh, but that whole team just came out with a new one called Project Eerie. And it's getting tons of buzz on social media right now. Looking really good. I watched uh, I watched Hell House LLC Origins Part Four, and it was. We're not gonna do it for the show, so terrible. Uh, no way, dude! It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. So why aren't we doing it for the show if it was fucking awesome? Because you'd have to watch all first three to like oh, get. Okay. Gotcha. So it'd be it'd be like a journey to get to get there. Um, so franchise filth. Yeah, it could be one of those. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's only four of them, so I don't know if it. Maybe we pick one next year that's uh, not ten fucking movies. Yeah. Maybe maybe four movies would be a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was tough, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna First lie. First four weeks in October. There you go, man. There you go. Uh, yeah, so fear footage next week, and uh, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Not fear footage, I'm sorry. Project Eerie from the makers of fear footage. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. You know how I like found footage movies, so. Sounds good, Pedro. 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 <laughs> Fucking creep show looking shit. Weird ass. Weird ass. All right. Well, I think we're, uh, that's a wrap. Go follow us on social media, WTF underscore horror underscore podcast. Yeah. And thanks for listening. We love you. And we are out. Peace.